Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Easy Sports Podcast. Uh, you got Zach and Emma. As always, we're back. Another Thursday, November 15th. Thank you. Um, can you believe this is week seven? I can. I mean, technically, it's week eight, I think, because we missed a week, right? Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, this is, it just feels like it's been not that long since we've been doing this. And it's pretty cool that we're already on our seventh episode. Right. Yeah. It, that is, it's pretty fun to keep doing this. I mean, we've definitely seen, um, seen a lot of changes, like just on how we're handling things. Yeah. Lots of improvement, I think. Hopefully that's, that's <laughs> the idea, right? Keep making it better over time. Um, you finally started watching Big Mouth. I did. On Netflix. You forced me. I did, but. But it was a good decision. Good decision overall. It is, it's a show that like. I know this has is nothing to do with sports, but we're going to talk about it real quick. It is a show that is just so weird and perverse and that sometimes, frankly, I feel a little uncomfortable watching. Uh, I feel mostly uncomfortable. <laughs> There's a couple times where I'm like, ah, did that need to be shown? Okay, yeah. fine. They did anyway. Um, but it, I think it's a great show. Um, and everyone behind that did a fantastic job. Well, and I'm glad I started watching it because I love John Mulaney, period. Yeah. I think he's great. And I didn't realize he was on the show. And they have a really good cast. Yeah. Like, very surprisingly good. Yeah. It, it is It is a very interesting creative project. And, um, I mean, just in general, like, being a successful series aside, it is just an interesting creative project because yeah. of who else is there. That being said, mm-hmm. now to what we're actually going to talk about. <laughs> um, today on the show, we have college football. Yes. As always, because... It's We're that addicted. time of year. We're addicted. That's it also is, very true. It is like cocaine and you just can't get enough <laughs> because just when you think it might get boring, it is just, you try it again, take another hit and you're like, See, all right. this shows our different personalities because when you said it's like, I thought nicotine and you went for cocaine. Yeah, basically, you know, I, I, I think that sums us up pretty well. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but it is, it is fantastic. Um, Kansas back again in the news. Yes. Uh with less miles. Uh, well, I should preface this. Mm-hmm. LSU was in the news first. That's true. Because they bought less miles out of his contract. He was owed 6.5 million dollars, something around there. That yeah. were going that was going to be paid to him through 2023. Mm-hmm. I think he was going to get 133,000 a month if I'm doing that math correctly. That's so much money. But um they agreed to pay him $1.5 million and they just said it was it was time. Time to separate, time to head in a different direction. And I am so excited. I just I feel like that I feel like that's a pretty good indicator that there's something to come. I, I don't think he buy he gets himself bought out of his contract. For nothing. For nothing. Yeah. He's not no doing this to. unless he's coming back to coaching. And the stipulation of his contract if I have this correct, was that he had to either be, it had to either get to the end of his contract extension or he had to be bought out before he could start coaching again. Yeah. And so this has opened the doors mm-hmm. and there's plenty of speculation. Yeah. Plenty um, of flight routes being tracked again. Right. And, and you know, not, I don't think all of those are right. Probably not, but it's still fun. It's still fun. <laughs> I will give you that. It is still so much fun to be like, ooh, private plane from Baton Rouge to Lawrence. This I could wish, be it. I wish that everyone could see that look that you just gave. I'm telling you, it's like it's just hit after it's hit sheer excitement. of dopamine just going <laughs> into my brain. Every little um, rumor that comes out or bit of speculation. Um, but basically, I saw this tweet that came out and it said... Uh, Someone thinks that Less Miles to KU will be leaked from credible platforms in less than 24 hours. Oh, no way. And then another person, I don't know who these people are. Sure. His name is Derek Young. He works for Rivals.com. He's an analyst. He said senior recruiting analyst of K-State Online of the Rivals.com network. Um, And he tweeted out, he said, chatter among aging contracts is that it is the deal is essentially done between Les Miles and Kansas. That makes me just want to cry with joy, honestly. I am so ready 
for something <laughs> like this to happen. I, I, this is, it's just time. It's time. And, and you know, it is going to be such an interesting thing now to have a high quality. And I'm not, like I've said before, I'm not going to bag on David Beatty. I just don't think he was the right guy for the job. Yeah. Completely agree. But having a guy like Les Miles at the university of Kansas is not just exciting for Kansas. It's exciting for the entire big 12. It's exciting for, in my opinion, fans of college football, because now you have a chance to bring a program who is historically bad and monumentally bad <laughs> yeah. into relevance. I was telling one of my friends today, I said, if next year, it, they don't even have to be a top 25 team. But if I see, you know how it's the AP top 25 and mm -hmm. then there's others receiving votes? Yeah. If I see Kansas in others receiving votes <laughs> that's already a win <laughs> that's a win that is that is the best thing that i like outside of being ranked and going to a bowl game that would be so exciting to see yeah so then i have a question for you because okay. i sent you this tweet uh mark mangino tweeted out thanks for your support i won't be returning to kansas in any capacity i enjoyed my time there and loved my hardworking players i've moved on i moved on long ago and so should the wonderful fans that supported me uh -huh. So my question is, who in their right mind thought that that was a viable option? That's a great question. I think there were a lot of people stuck in the 2008, like 07, 08, those, that Kansas team that made this miraculous run and Mangino was at the front mm -hmm. of all of that. But even so, it, I mean, it's been 10 years, uh -huh. if that's even believable at this point. It's been 10 years. Yeah. And he had to have been getting you know, a pretty good amount of people saying, are you coming back for him to have felt the need to tweet that? Sure. I I, I mean, it's just bizarre to me because I didn't see anyone thinking, at least I didn't see anyone on Twitter saying it's going to be Mangino or I want it to be Mangino. I, I think it was less. So I think it was less people saying like, it's going to be Mangino. Yeah. And more people saying like more, I'm going to put out older Kansas fans, like our parents age and things sure. like that who were like, I want Mangino back because that was probably the first time in their experience being a Kansas fan and watching this program of them being successful. I know it was the first time in my life that I saw yeah, for sure. Kansas be successful. I was in like and, third grade. <laughs> right. And so I think a lot of those older people were like, let's just bring him back. It'll yeah. be the same. And, and, you know, I don't think the demographic that we follow necessarily was into that yeah or on that train with them yeah that makes sense but um but yeah i i am not super surprised that there was some old jayhawk faithful talking to mangino about being like hey you need to come back or sending him tweets and stuff like that but you know he's not coming back yeah no he's not the not. guy it's it wouldn't make sense no i think that would be like as much as I appreciated Mangino and his winning, you know, his success. I think that would be a step back for, for the program. Yeah, I, I, it's not the right hire. Yeah, it's just not. It, it isn't the right hire. And let's, let's talk about another ill comparison. Okay. Um, people that compare Charlie Weiss to Les Miles, that comparison, those hires. Weird. If and I'm not I am saying this and it's not solidified and we don't know yet for certain. Right. But people are comparing. I keep hearing it like, oh, this is just another Charlie Weiss situation. Les Miles <laughs> that is doesn't even make sense. In no way. Yeah. Charlie Weiss. They are not even remotely close to the same caliber of coach. Yeah. They are completely different in just like their experience and what's going on. I mean, I understand that Charlie Weiss coached at a large program in Notre Dame before he came to Kansas, but I don't look at those two. I don't even get the same energy vibes. Right. No, I totally agree with you on that. Like Charlie Weiss seemed lazy and unenthusiastic about everything. And like he just did not seem like he cared. Les Miles is full of energy. He's a lot of fun. He is a guy with a better coaching pedigree than Charlie Weiss. Yeah, he's he's very impressive. Right. And so I think we need to stop that comparison right here. Yeah. He will not be the same. Um, and, and, you know, again, 
now all we got to do is wait for this to become official, right? Yeah, hopefully. Oh, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed. I just cannot wait to hear what the news is. And if it's not him, honestly, at this point, with all of the speculation, I'm going to be pretty devastated. Yeah, I'll, I will be. I will be very bummed out. Yeah. If it isn't less miles. And, and that is I know it's so weird to be like, because we don't have a hand in this situation. Yeah. We're it's not. weird as a Kansas fan to even be saying this, first of all. <laughs> right. And if you had asked me four years ago. You know, who, oh, and or if you told me four years ago that Les Miles would be Kansas's head coach by the time I was a senior in school, mm-hmm. I would have laughed at you. That's a fair response. And just like, I would have thought that is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, you were just wrong. Um, And so the prospect of this happening is just so exciting. It's mind blowing. Yeah. And and so it's just so weird to even be thinking about this. It is, which is why I think, which is why all Kansas fans are going to be pretty devastated if this doesn't work out. Right. Because just the prospect of this, and I mean, I know in the beginning when I heard this news, my hopes were not high. I was thinking, you know, okay, this is cool to think about, but probably not. And then the more that this story started gaining some traction, and the more that people started talking about it, and the more rumors started flying around, I was just really excited and now i'm to the point where i'm hoping that this is essentially a done deal and people are saying it's a done deal so if this falls through it's going to be a pretty crushing blow for football fans yeah and and i think it's i i'm i was leaning on the side of optimism yeah you know just because like we are as we've stated over and over again kansas has been so bad yeah (laughs) that it is just the time is now we want this to happen now. We need a good head coach like this. Um, it just, for it, in a weird way, this kind of feels like a now or never situation. Right. Like at this point, Kansas fans are so fed up. And I mean, no, there's not a lot of people at games, at home football games. Mm-mm. People are just done with the losing legacy. Yeah. And I know football players are not happy with the fan turnout that we get, which understandable. Those yeah. guys work their asses off and nobody shows support. Well, we have more people go to basketball games than they do football games. We have more people go to late night in the fog yeah. than we do football games. A pep rally. A for pep rally. We have more people show up to the pep rally that basically highlights the basketball team than we do to home football games. And that is pathetic yeah it is so i know that there's football players who are pissed off understandably so once again but it feels like fans are kind of at this point of like it needs to happen now right if it's going to happen if we're going to get back on track it needs to be now and and here is where i want to make clear like i don't want to sound like a hypocrite Mm -hmm. because i am someone who has chosen like going to the bars or going to tailgating over sitting and going to ku games yeah like I, there are times where I actively decide to go and drink with my friends and watch a bunch of different football games. And then, yeah, like we'll have KU on, but I'm not like showing up and going to those games. Yeah. No, I, I'm not any better. Right. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm one of the old faithfuls. No, I'm not. Honestly, I'm not going to a lot of games because yeah. I don't want to like to right. put it plainly. And I know I sound kind of like an ass, but at this point I just have better things to do. Like if I have homework, <laughs> I'm doing that over going to a football oh, game. That's sad. Homework on a right? Saturday? I mean, hey, if I have to get it done. No. I'm no. What, you wouldn't rather get your homework done early and no, then I have wouldn't. the rest of your weekend? I would rather go out and enjoy my whole Saturday. Enjoy Friday night, enjoy my entire but how Saturday. How do you how do you even enjoy that when you have homework like hanging over your head? Because that's not that like that's not present me problem, that's future me problem. What? Like, okay, I, I can't think like that. I can't even comprehend that mindset because I have to... Whack your microphone <laughs> in anger at me. <laughs> this is like when you tell me that you have a speech and you haven't prepared it all and it gives me anxiety. Why Why would I do that though? Like you. Why I, would you not? Because I know it's like if I know I can just go in and do it, I'm just going to go in and do it. But uh, it just doesn't make sense because I when I had a comms class, I prepared for weeks for speeches. We, we should not dive into this because That's this fair. is a never-ending conversation. <laughs> How long have we been having this argument? You and I honestly? disagreeing <laughs> on what it means or how to be prepared for certain things. Well, no, you're also never mind. We're not going to get into it. But back to sports, mm-hmm. it, it's a it's an opportunity cost thing. Yeah, 
like me going to a Kansas football game to watch us lose 56 to 13. That sucks. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. That's no fun. You know, the only I think I've gone to like one or two games this season. And one was when I had family come into town and they're all KU alums. And they were like, oh, let's go to a football game. And I was (laughs) like, great. And we went just because, you know, it's a nostalgia thing. Mm -hmm. And we went and hung out at the game. But like that was the only reason I went. I think here's what Les Miles would bring to this program, too. That is a reason like to go to a game. Yeah. That will put him being hired, in my opinion, and I don't know. Oh, I'd start going to games. Right. It, you, it puts people in the seats. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah, because it gets us excited. Want. Um, and, and so that is why, like, I'm so optimistic about this whole thing mm-hmm. is because if he comes, like, that puts – that's a reason for people to come to the games. That's a reason for donors to keep donating because they see – progress on behalf of the university yeah they see the (laughs) they see the university making an effort to correct the issues and i think hiring someone like les miles that shows everybody as we've said before it shows everybody that they're trying as hard as they can to correct these issues yeah ku needs this in a number of different ways and if we for, for a number of different reasons but if we can make this happen then it'll help our university in several different ways right and and i just i'm honestly i'm not obviously involved in like talks or anything so right. this is just me as a fan but i'm not really seeing a downside to hiring him yeah no i'm not either and you know i also want to say like i think david Beatty is handling this in the classiest of ways oh for sure uh, yeah we knows, have to give him props he knows he's on the way out but like i watched his press conference where he talked about like this school um he basically said, like, this school's amazing. These fans are amazing. This place is amazing. Whoever gets this job is incredibly lucky. Oh, and okay, like, now I'm sad. <laughs> like, and I was just like, what a class act yeah. to come up there because it would be, I mean, very easy to be angry about his situation. Oh, it'd be so easy to be just petty right. and rude and spiteful. But I, I think he understands, you know. He said in his press, like, one of the press conferences, these fans deserve better. And I think... That makes me so sad. I, but, but it's true. It is true. But it's still like, I don't know. I just hate to ever see a guy lose his job. And especially in such a public way like this, I hate to see a guy that's getting torn apart on social media and knows it and who right. says, you know, they deserve better than what I can give them. I mean, that's kind but, of heartbreaking. But he wasn't the right guy for the job. I know. And that's okay. Not Are you consoling every, me, <laughs> not every, right? I am consoling you now because not everyone is right for every single job. Sure, you know, there's a reason I'll never be a heart surgeon because I would kill every patient that got <laughs> on my table. Not because I want to, but because there's no way I'm capable of doing that. Like, and you know, like we're not. It it just wasn't. I don't think stepping from being a wide receivers coach to being a head coach of a power five team. Yeah, that wasn't the right move. Yeah, no, I get it. You know, and and so, um. It's just one of those things. I I hate like saying that phrase, but at the end of the day, it's just one of those things that happens and we got to move on. Yeah. But um, the future is looking bright. Time to tear up that field turf. Oh, God. Tear Honestly, it up. I would get a shovel and go out there tomorrow. Absolutely. If they said that's what it took to hire him. Yeah. If they If they told me I needed to like... Single-handedly do it. Right. Rip up all the field <laughs> turf. It. And then, like, eat a little. Like, I would be like, okay, like, that sucks. But I guess I'll go eat a little turf. That's fine. You know, would that be nice with, a, like, hot sauce? Or, like, what what, what would help yeah, get this do down? Do I get condiments? Yeah. like, Or do I have to eat it plain? Because like, these are the questions. Fork people. and knife? Or are we, like, just shoveling it in there? I, you know what? I'm going to stop asking questions. Just do it. Like, it, 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 this could be a great thing. And if he wins. Yeah. I saw a post on Reddit today. Um a Kansas fan said, if you thought UCF was insufferable about being national champions and stuff like that, imagine how (laughs) bad Kansas fans will be as soon as we're like Idaho potato bowl champions. (laughs) It's so true though. It's sad. It's true. Imagine it. Yeah. Like if we have a competent football program and our basketball program. Well, especially because our rivals would 
kind of lose traction with their arguments. You mm-hmm. know, because like K-State Mizzou fans and everybody who's our rivals say, well, you're a one-sport school. Which, first of all, no, we're not. We have a lot of other sports that do really well. I think, yeah. Volleyball. But anyway, but people like to say that we're a one-sport school. Yeah. So if we got football back, yeah. I mean, you heard it here first. <laughs> We'd be annoying as shit. <laughs> yeah, we. It would be, it would be pretty insufferable. And I really hope that we get the opportunity to act and behave that way. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are we terrible people? Maybe. Maybe a little. We'll come to that conclusion later. Yeah, that's next episode. <laughs> In next episode, are we terrible people? Um, just both of us laying on couches. I'm not sure when this started. Guess, guess starring a therapist. <laughs> um, with that being said, we're going to take a quick break. Because um, those are back now. Yeah, breaks are back. <laughs> we are back in our recording studio. Yeah. With it's so nice. Actual microphones that we don't have to hold. Yeah. And my arm is doing great. Thanks for everyone yeah. who's asking. Uh, editing <laughs> software, soundboard, like we've got all the equipment back that we need. Uh, new microphones. Yeah, these are really nice. Yeah. I'm hoping they sound better. I don't yeah, know if maybe. it's gonna make a huge difference, but they look nice. Yeah. So um but yeah, so we're back. And we're excited and we got some good stuff heading you guys' way. And we will be right back after break. Thank you so much for joining us. You're listening to the Easy Sports Podcast. Welcome back. So at break, mm-hmm. you were talking to me a great deal. First, the, this Chipotle smells phenomenal. Oh, I'm dying inside. This is this is really we should have we should have just eaten it and then started recording. But now it's just sitting there taunting us. It's just mocking me. Jesus. That was <laughs> this was a bad call. It was a mistake. Um, Regardless of that, we were talking about the MLB mm-hmm. awards. None of them really were that surprising? No, they're really not. I mean, for MVP, you have Mookie Betts and Christian Yelich. And both of those guys are obvious choices. For me, I was, I honestly wanted Javi Baez because he's just like, he's just very interesting to me. And I think that he's a really cool player. And honestly, for me, he if it, I had to choose, he would have been my MVP. But you can't take it away from Yelich. Like, you can't say that guy doesn't deserve it. Sure. I, I think he... I think in the context of whose team would have been worse off without them, mm-hmm. I and I believe that's how the MVP award should be, like, you know, should be chosen. Um, that's why, you know, I think it would suck if LeBron, like, I know this isn't the MLB, but yeah. the NBA, it would suck if LeBron won the MVP every year. But I think without him, you can say that, I th- could. I think you can say he's the most valuable player to his teams. When yeah, he is on for them. sure. But um, I, I think I think the Brewers would have been worse off without Yelich. Yeah, than I the Cubs without agree. Baez. Um, I have no issue with him winning MVP. The one that I want to talk about, mm-hmm. and it's not even the person that won it. It's how the announcement was handled. <laughs> oh yeah, um, Jacob Degrom. Jacob Degrom. It, that was weird. I just a bold move by the announcer. It. For those of you who don't know. Yeah, you got to run over everything real quick <laughs> because I don't want to mess it up and I want to make sure everyone fully understands what happened. Right. So Jacob DeGrom was incredible for the Mets this season and he got not very many wins, like less than 10. He had no run support. Yeah, for a, he would ha- he had an ERA of under 2. Yeah, it was like 1.57 yeah, or something. Incredible. And he would lose almost every single game because his team could not give him runs. So pretty, pretty devastating. I mean, we did that in one of our cringy stats when we used to do those. Yeah. And just For one episode. How insane that how insane if his team had scored just two runs, he would have, you know, 30 wins or whatever the stat was. It's crazy. And the announcer said and for the NL Cy Young or something like that, 
a guy who has had more support from the committee than from his teammates. Yeah, that is just that is vicious. a vicious, savage moment. That is a complete shot at the like the Mets entire team and Degrom. They immediately cut to him, like yeah. sitting there, like on the live feed, just sort of like like oh, oh my god, this, they did not just say that. This pained grin. Yeah, but is. Is he really wrong? Yeah. Was it a lie? The, no. It's not. It's not untrue. <laughs> like the Mets were horrible Abysmal. at giving him run support. Yeah. If they'd scored, what was? I can't remember. I wish we had looked this up, but it, it was. I think four runs. Yeah. Had they scored four runs in each one of his starts, he would have been thirty now. Yeah. Which it's is crazy. That is just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that is really indicative of a larger problem that's going on in the Mets organization. Um. Yeah, I, did, I completely agree. I did love the how Twitter decided to circulate around the photo of the one guy that didn't vote DeGrom to be first <laughs> on his yeah. on his ballot, and that just sort of went around for a little. Um, but yeah, Jacob DeGrom was definitely, he was the, there was no doubt in my mind that he should win the NL Cy Young. Yeah, completely and I, agree. I don't think anybody that actually knows anything about baseball. Yeah, it wasn't, know, for me, it wasn't even close. Right. And, and there was, I only heard one argument. Oh, well, his win-loss record. I You have to look past yeah, win-loss. You really just do. Especially when you have an insane stat like that, where if they had scored four runs or whatever the stat is, right. you have to look past that. I mean, you cannot expect a guy to go out and have a 0.0 ERA. It's unreal. Well, he, you're, you're not going to pitch a perfect game every time. Yeah, you're just not. It's unrealistic. Frankly, it's a little unrealistic to expect him to average 1.5 runs each yeah. time he stepped up to start. Yeah. That is. And that that's why, like, you look at his stats, you look at everything, his body of work throughout the season, and you can't boil it down to win-loss record. You need to actually look at everything that he did on an individual level. Yeah. So. So then moving on to the AL side of things, uh, Tampa Bay Rays left-hander Blake Snell took home the Cy Young Award. Mm -hmm. This is pretty cool to me because this is his first full year in the majors. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of crazy, that, right? That is, that is pretty crazy and that your first full year in you are winning a he award said, like that. He said to ESPN, you know, this means a whole lot. It's something I wanted to achieve this year. I had that goal in mind. I put in the work and this means a lot to me. And the second I read that, I was like, you had that goal in mind. This is your first year, and you were like, "I'm gonna win the Cy Young." Yeah, but I that's mean, that's crazy. But no, but I understand what he's saying. I don't think for an athlete at this level, that's unrealistic. I know, and, but and I think also Jesus. But but he's a com he's a competitor. Yeah, and he's also going up against Corey Kluber and Justin Verlander and some of the best right. potentially of all time. That's a bold statement, but I yeah. think you could put those guys up there. I, I but I I think. It's I, I think it's cool to see that level of confidence. Genuinely, I right. do. And especially to see him get it and knowing that he is that competitive. Right. That's pretty amazing. No, and that it's really cool to see that happen, um, obviously. I think I don't think I've seen an interview where someone wins an award or a championship and they're like, they say it wasn't their goal at the start of the year. Of course year. not. They're yeah. like, yeah, we just wanted to go 500 this year, you know, <laughs> maybe make the first round. You, you never know like yeah. what life will throw at you. Um, I think... Every athlete goes in with this mindset of, I want to win the best award well, that I like, possibly can for my position or like, I want to win a championship for my team. Yeah. Like, it's like Derek Jeter. Um, I wish I had pulled up the full quote before I started the story, but he basically was asked, you know, is it better to lose, you know, this game or a game in the World Series? You know, you've, you've at least gotten to the World Series. Yeah. And he goes, no, it feels the same to me because... I want to win every single game. Yeah. They're competitors. Yeah. And that's all it boils down and to. And you have to be at that level. You I, just have to be. I do think it's very impressive that it's his first full season yeah. in the MLB. And he was able to do this. That is, I mean, that's phenomenal. I don't know how many people have done that before. Yeah, that's I don't know if he's amazing. the first person to do it, but that is an incredible thing that I he also, was able to do. Yeah. And I was kind of rooting for Justin Verlander. And so I was pretty sad when he didn't get it. But then he posted this on Instagram. Didn't win the Cy Young Award, but I can't be too upset when I have this little girl waiting for her daddy off camera, and it's a picture of him holding his daughter, and she's like an itty-bitty baby, and it is oh. so cute. So Kate Upton had her kid. Yeah. There you go. And I was just sitting there like, okay, this is why I love Justin Verlander. Right. Because I just think that it's 
look it up if you haven't seen it. It is the sweetest picture. And it's the second picture they posted. Zach, this was the first one. Oh, my God. It's just adorable. Yeah, that is. I, I think that might be your favorite part of what's yeah, happening I do. right it's, now. It's so cute. You love it. Genevieve Upton Verlander. It's fucking cute. Oh, <laughs> Here's what I love. Mm-hmm. The way too early power rankings that people do <laughs> right after yeah. the MLB season is over. Oh, yeah. Um, that That's what I'm frankly more focused on. I think is the best way to put it. Yeah, believe it or not, I'm a little little more focused on that. Um, people have the Astros with six to one odds to win the 2019 World Series. They're the number one ranked team in these way too early. That's interesting. Off season rankings. Where, where are the Red Sox on there? They are number four. So are the Royals last? They probably <laughs> are pretty damn. They are 28th. They so have, see, this is crazy to me because. The Royals are bad. Like, don't get me wrong. The Royals are bad, but they have two gold glove winners and a silver slugger on their team. I yeah. mean, man, how are you that bad? I mean, 58 and 104 It's last season. God, that's just awful. They have 200 to 1 odds to <laughs> win the... So what we're saying is place your bets now. <laughs> right. Put like $10 down. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they are... They have very low odds. The lowest ranked team should not come as a surprise is Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. Uh, 47 and 115. Those poor fans. That is they were what in the a playoffs. horrible season. They were in the playoffs in 2014 Yikes. and got swept by the Royals, which Yikes. came as a shock to, I think, everyone. But it wasn't that long ago when they were good. It's sort of the same story with the Royals where it wasn't that long ago that we were really good, yeah. that we won the World Series. And now all of a sudden it's bottom of the barrel again. Yeah, it's just it's, baseball is so weird because it cycles in it so does. many different ways. And, and so our top five in these way too early mm-hmm. rankings are Astros one, Yankees two, Dodgers three, Red Sox four, Braves five. Okay. So it'll be – these mean nothing. Absolutely I mean, nothing. But it's still interesting to think about. It is. It is really interesting to like sit there and go, okay, I mean that, I could see that happening and trying to justify like – what what would your team have to do? Like finding your team on this list and going, what would they have to do to make a run? Yeah, like, are they I always love position? looking at power rankings, especially when my teams are doing well. Mm-hmm. Looking at power rankings and figuring out, you know, who who does the committee or whoever is writing these, who do they think is better? Right. No, and it, sort it, of analyzing it from my perspective as a hardcore fan, it becomes really fun during the season. Right, and you get, I mean, you just get to compare what you think versus what yeah. they think. And let's be honest, we're usually never right. <laughs> Oh, almost. This like, is all speculation. Like analysts, analysts are probably wrong more times than they're right. Yeah. You know, and um, and That's we are not even as professional as they are. So No, in fact, I would suggest we're more so. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> with the hours of research we put in. Hours. With the countless interviews we do. Of course. <laughs> we of course. clearly are top tier journalists right All here. of our sources. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's... Yeah, it's a great time in sports. Um, I'm I'm excited for next year's MLB season. Yeah, me too. That's not really where my focus is right now, though. Fair enough. I mean, honestly, I, my focus wasn't even on the awards. It's more been like on college football and what's going on there. Yeah. The NFL, what's going on there. Them moving the Monday night game between the yeah. Chiefs and the Rams Weird. from Mexico City. I get it. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's just it seemed like poor planning. Well, I mean, they were talking about the field conditions uh-huh. down in Mexico City. I don't know if you saw the photos. I actually but it was didn't. Hold on. Terrible. I mean, it looked terrible. You had players who were saying they're just not going to play. If it's held down there, they're going to sit out. They don't want to risk injury. Things like that. Well, I, mean, I Googled Mexico. The first thing that popped up was Mexico City Stadium. <laughs> Swear to God. Um, but yeah, you have, you have players who are just like, I'm not going to play if the game is held down there. Yeah. And I, I think it would look bad on the NFL for them to play on a terrible field. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. These are bad conditions. Mm-hmm. How are... Oh, no. It just... Here's what I thought. Why were the field conditions that bad in the first place? Why were the conditions that bad in the first place? I, I think I think a lack of planning. That's what I'm saying. It's I genuinely think that the stadium was not ready to host this event. And because of that, like, clearly, like, you're looking at the photos now, which is bad radio. I know. I've seen it. 
it would have been fun. It would have been cool to see that game down in Mexico City, but it's moved back up to LA. Yeah. That's fine. It doesn't really matter where this game is played. It's going to be a phenomenal one. For sure. It's going to be high scoring. Well, and if... Yeah, I completely agree. And just one last thing on the field. If Mm -hmm. something had happened to a player on this field, if there had been an injury... Oh, my God. Because of the field. Like, one you could point back and say, like, oh, that was because of the crappy field. Yeah. Yeah. If you could do that, do you imagine the level of shit that the NFL would get? No, I can't. And, I mean. So, it's a good good plan to move it. And it's going to be a better game for it. Because people aren't going to. I know if I had watched that game at that stadium, I would have been on the edge of my seat waiting for somebody to freaking break a leg. Yeah, blow an ACL. Yeah, that's not what you want to see. Not the right conditions for a game. Um, this is get, probably going to be one of the highest scoring games of the year. Yeah. Because the Rams don't have a secondary. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs don't have a defense. <laughs> Fair point. I mean, it it is going to be. It is what it is. A track meet beyond. All, it's going to be a track meet like no other that we will see this year. I, I, I joked with one of my friends today. I said, this is going to be like the Saints offense just playing each other back and forth <laughs> and just yeah. running up the score as much as they can. Just seeing who wins. Yeah. I, I mean, because like I said, the Rams don't have a secondary. They have a great front seven or I'll, we'll narrow it down a little more. Mm-hmm. They have a fantastic defensive line. Yeah. Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue like that. Just with those two, that's two big names and two very good athletes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But they're secondary. I just... <laughs> It's so bad. It's cringing. <laughs> it's yeah. terrible. And and the Chiefs, they're no better. Their defense is porous. I think they give up the most yards out of any team in the NFL right now. Probably. It's not even a bend don't break bend and don't break strategy. It's a bend and then shatter strategy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, and so I, I think it's it's gonna be a track meet. I'm really excited to watch it. Yeah, same. Bet bet the over. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bet the over. It'll be so much fun to watch them run up the score. Um, outside of that, I mean, revenge game, or not revenge game really, but the Thursday night game of the year as the NFL is advertising it between the Packers and Seahawks mm-hmm. is going on right now. What's the score? 14 to 3, end of the first. But wow. um, yeah, Packers are up on them. Um, I've always found their sort of rivalry interesting yeah just because it's always come down to like something weird and extraneous happening yeah like the catch in the end zone where it was like did he intercept it did they catch with the replacement refs and that kind of stuff it, it's i i and i don't even know who to root for in these games yeah because i hate both teams <gasps> you hate both teams yeah i can't stand the packers Whoa. or the seahawks absolutely Whoa. not like I'm a lot, you know, I'm a Lions fan, so naturally well, can't sure, stand the Packers. But, and I've always just found about, the Seahawks insufferable. But what about Aaron Rodgers? I hate Aaron Rodgers. Why? I cannot stand. I think Aaron Rodgers He's is incredible. a. incredible. That's great. That doesn't mean I like him. Do you <laughs> know how many times. You're so upset right do you, now. <laughs> do you know how many times Aaron Rodgers has just ripped my heart out of my chest? Well, sure, but you still got to give him props for it. I'm not saying I'm not giving him props. <laughs> yeah. I'd give Tom Brady props and say he's probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Sure. That doesn't mean I like him. That doesn't I mean I, I, I enjoy like him. I just root for guys like that to succeed. Why? Because he's incredible. You want to see the uh, greats do great. I don't know. I, I think he's kind of a... I don't know why I get this vibe, but I always feel like Aaron Rodgers is kind of a douchebag. Here's, here's the thing. When he came in and he basically had to take Brett Favre's job, Kay. right? All he had to do was not throw 25 interceptions a year. But I have heard, (laughs) I don't know how accurate this is, but I've heard that Brett Favre was kind of an asshole to him and didn't really want to show him the ropes and things like that. Both of them. Both of them are assholes. But here's the thing. Could you imagine going into that situation? So I've always kind of felt for him because that can't be easy. I, I don't know. My, I mean, I just think, I think he's kind of a dick. I hear... I've heard, like, when listening to other shows and, like, reporters mm-hmm. talk about him, that he's not the most pleasant person in the locker room, and he's not, like, this, like, easy guy to ask questions to. It's more like, leave me alone and, like, don't talk to me. I'm just I, here so I don't get fined. Yeah, kind of that kind of that way, but not in a funny, it's Marshawn yeah. Lynch, ha-ha-ha way. Like, yeah. oh, you're the face of this franchise. What are you doing? No, I get it. I do. 
Like, in, so let's put it this way. Could you imagine the backlash that someone like, uh, we'll say even like Russell Wilson, if he like did something like that? Sure. Yeah, like, no, I see what you're saying. I it, do. I just, I like Aaron Rodgers and I'm never going to not like him. Ah, oh, I can't. I can't <laughs> side with you on this. That's fine. I hate him. I can't stand it. See, this is why this podcast works because we have two completely different perspectives. It's just on uh, a lot no. of things. If I see him throw one more Hail Mary <laughs> against the Lions, I'm going to freak out. Yeah. That happened to me a couple of years ago where the Lions, like, I thought the game was over and then they threw that flag for fa- a face mask, extended the play or the game by one play and he throws the ball like 60 yards for a touchdown folks if you could see the pain on it's Jack's just, face right now he this man the absolute devastation he has brought me so much pain in his years as a starting quarterback i mm-hmm. just want it to end i just want him gone <laughs> i'm thing. i'm ready for like mitch trubisky to be the best quarterback in the nfc north sure because clearly it's not happening for the Lions this year, and I don't know. Kirk Cousins is insane. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that real quick. The Lions. All right, sure. Um, as someone who knows very close to nothing coming into this conversation, of course, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And, and this is more about fans uh-huh. than it is about the actual team. Oh, great! I can have an opinion now. Right. <laughs> um, I am. I don't really like fans. Just shitting on Matthew Stafford uh-huh like and I understand the frustration like I promise I can sympathize <laughs> and understand the frustration of watching a Lions team that I have zero faith is gonna move the ball or win a game but he has no help yeah I mean none the guy got sacked 10 times in one game oh ow and then the next game was hit I think seven times he was brought down in the backfield whoa like he, he's Lions, what's up? Destroyed back there. There's no offensive line presence. And fans, like there's some fans that are just tearing him apart for it. And, and you can't, I don't Why think you can. Why are people dumb? Well, I don't think you can place the burden yeah. of all that on him. This is a guy who's like proven in the past that he's a good quarterback when he has time, when he can operate like any other quarterback needs and would want. And you're just tearing him to shreds because you're like oh like people i see people saying stuff like he doesn't care about this team he okay. he's no longer a good quarterback people he's past his prime stuff like that no what's happening is he's getting destroyed you know for the entire game and when he finally does get a brief moment to breathe he might make something happen yeah but then you've got to count on your wide receivers being open or a tight end being open over the middle and it's just not the whole unit is a mess and fans are using this as a platform to say oh we never should have re-signed him we never should have given him 150 million dollars blah 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 he's not a good quarterback and how does this make you feel well here's my (laughs) counter that what other quarterback are they we gonna go out and get yeah if you if you can find me another quarterback that isn't locked into their team that you think is more talented than matthew stafford we're not getting tom brady and we don't I don't <laughs> really want Tom Brady. <laughs> Frankly, like he's an amazing quarterback, but he's like older and towards the end of his career. I'm and gonna... should also probably finish with the Patriots. Right. Yeah. And you would he's not gonna leave. No, he's Belichick. not gonna leave. Um you know, we're you wouldn't get Rogers, you wouldn't get someone like Breeze, like you wouldn't get Luck. I mean, you're not gonna find that quarterback, that franchise guy, and steal him from his team. So re-signing him really it's not a bad move Mm -hmm. now you just need to give him help yeah no i completely agree yeah so that's my little vent about some lions fans right now that's our new segment is just zach zach vents about detroit sports (laughs) um yeah i mean and it it is it's crazy Mm -hmm. to me like he he's given a lot and i can really appreciate like what matthew stafford has done as the quarterback for the lions um so it's for me it's just like all right everyone needs to step back yeah it's just common sense things right and well you would think it's common sense it but should be the, clearly no, but people that's what lack it is it. it's common sense and if people would just take one goddamn second <laughs> to think about what they say honestly but we do this with everyone this is so present in our daily lives yeah it's insane 
No, and, and but I mean, like I said, we do this with everyone, mm-hmm. and it's like when LeBron and the Lakers weren't winning games immediately, we were all like, "Oh, like are it are they not going to be good?" Is LeBron like? Can he not, like, carry a team anymore? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And overhyping Patrick Mahomes, I would say, is another example of just common sense. I'm beginning to come down from that. I honestly, I'm just so scared. I think it is common sense to just wait a minute before we say he's the second coming. He he is still performing at such a high level. It's very overwhelming. I know, but still, I'm just saying, if we're going to say that this guy, he is incredible. I don't think anyone's going to dispute that he's absolutely incredible. Sure. But I still feel like the overhype is a little bit of lack of common sense. I do. Yeah, I, I think I don't know. He 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 looks he looks very good. I'm just gonna give it a minute. You're gonna give it a minute. I understand that. I'm not handing him his Hall of Fame jacket, but like I, I Some people are though. Some people are, I understand that, but I still I think I gotta give him credit. I think he's better than I thought he was gonna be. I thought he was gonna fizzle out and Yeah, I agree. You know, I was sort of on the same page with that. Fizzle out quickly and throw a bunch of interceptions and it, I thought it wasn't gonna look good, but I was clearly wrong. Yeah. Um now we just gotta see like how he closes out this season and how he does coming into next season. Yeah. Um real quick. So remember earlier how I was just pressing the panic button when sure. it was coming to the Red Wings. Mm-hmm. And just freaking out, saying this is this season's over. Like this so, is the worst team I've ever seen. So constantly, constantly. <laughs> um, they have sort of shocked me lately. They are seven and three over their last ten, and have dragged. I mean, <laughs> dragged their record mm-hmm. back up to being eight, eight and two. And I'm a little shocked because I know. Now I'm way too optimistic about, oh, yeah, this team, this, we're going to go on yeah. a run. Yeah, they're good. They're really <laughs> You're good, You're just waiting guys. for the breakdown, oh, basically. Oh, I am. I am. But I just wanted to get that across. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be closing out the show. Yeah. Basically. Talking about some NBA drama, and I think yeah. that'll be it. Yeah, a little NBA drama. Maybe we'll touch on the CFB. Yeah. That whole situation. Because I heard some interesting things today about apparently – some analysts mm-hmm. don't think that Michigan controls their own destiny heading into the playoff. And I'm intrigued. Me too. I, I, like, I don't understand what else they would have to do to prove to people that they control their destiny. I, I just, I don't know. Does that yeah. make sense to you? Yeah, no, it makes sense. Also, Northwestern winning the Big Ten West. Love it. That's that's crazy. That's everything. That was not what I thought this season was going to be like. I, <laughs> really? I, co- I wouldn't have said... You You didn't see it coming that Nebraska was going to be a disaster. Okay. I. And that all of this was going to go down. You didn't see that? No. Believe it or not, I did not see... Wow. Yeah. I couldn't have predicted that this was going to happen. And here I was thinking that you were sports psychic. Yeah, I know. Sorry to disappoint on that one. But like I said, we'll cover all that coming back from break. Thank you so much for joining us on the Easy Sports Podcast, and we will be right back. So the NBA is the most, you are still laughing at me. <laughs> I, all I, all I did was count down you never from five. Count down. Okay. How but, many times have we recorded this show and taken multiple breaks and you have never counted us down before? You're right. I'm never going to do anything again. I need to stop. No, it's it. so funny. It was just, it was really thoughtful because I wasn't paying attention. And you were, like, trying to make sure that I knew what we were doing. But it, all I could think of was, like, fucking iCarly. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> You're going to kill yourself the over there. My mind went to. I just. Also, we just watched the funniest video of all time over break. 
That which is, is the Mike Corey story time bitch geez. getting finesse through the drive through story, which every single time I watch it just makes me cry laughing. You were, and so I'm already laughing. You were like on the ground. It's hysterical. That video. It's funny. I was not going to be on the ground dying. I it's seriously if I have a bad day or if something like bad happens or whatever i watch that video or the video of that redhead kid like pull up to a stop sign or the stoplight and he's singing uh unwritten no go ahead and sing it no i'm not gonna do it but okay. he's singing that song and like he's so funny i don't know why those two videos get you are just my favorite things Feel in good. the world soul food but oh, from yeah. social media oh yeah love it um the nba as i was trying to get us to start before <laughs> you roasted me for I'm- just counting down and making sure that you were aware that we were about to record it was so nice and start i appreciate back up. you zach i can't stand you sometimes <laughs> that's fair um the nba is the most dramatic league in sports i think by far i love them for mm-hmm. it um and, and i have a love-hate relationship with it what, what do you hate about it well part of me is like okay can we just can we just not have drama can we just play because I, I'm not going to say shut up and dribble, first of all. That's some bullshit. But we won't get into politics. We'd be shutting this down yeah. if you did. But I'm just saying, like, I I just wish that we had less drama on teams, especially teams that I'm rooting for. No, I love it. I'm here for the drama. I, the Kevin Durant, Draymond Green stuff. It made me sad. Why? Because I never want to see people arguing oh my god <laughs> that is the softest thing i've ever heard well i tend to be a soft person you no, know what? i don't is... have a reason no the, their beef now if we want to call it that and then kevin durant like walking away from the huddle and saying this is why i'm out oh it like, makes me sad no it shouldn't this is I the love drama kevin durant, this though. is the kind of stuff that you make rivalries off but of. i love kevin durant no all right, think about this, because I'm thinking uh-huh. future. Future, sure, I'm if, with you. If Durant goes to the Lakers, oh please no. That Lakers Warriors matchup, no. The beef between KD and Draymond, that is gold. That is incredible stuff. That is, you're telling me you wouldn't want to watch that rivalry, like you wouldn't want to watch that drama unfold with those two playing each other. No, because I wouldn't want to see Kevin Durant having drama with his former team that he won a title with, that he was incredible with. But why? Because why? I don't like people being upset with one another. That is, no, I can't. I cannot I'm just agree. Saying. With you. I know I can't uh, get on your side with this though. How fun was Russell Westbrook and KD drama when he left? Honestly honestly yeah i hated it oh my because, god no because here's the thing people hated kevin durant for it and i don't feel like kevin durant did anything wrong you don't have to hate kevin durant for it. i'm saying but the... people hate him right most people i talk to are like oh he's a snake and bullshit and i hate it and i hate that people are upset with him for no goddamn reason but that you're is... laughing hysterically I right am. now but that that is so much fun that's why it's fun no like it, it, it let's makes... just all be happy and hold hands and skip in a meadow oh my god we might have to stop <laughs> the show here okay that was a joke <laughs> seriously <laughs> um no i, I it, it makes it makes the league better it these rivalries these Here's the thing. If it was a rivalry between two people I either genuinely didn't care about or did not like, this would be a different situation. Do you have like that much of a love for KD where you just don't want to see? I love Kevin Durant and I want to see nothing bad happen to I him I just ever. want him to hop on his burner account and keep trying to trash people and defend himself on Twitter. I knew you were going to throw that in my face. Yeah. Kevin and his burners. It's. It, <laughs> I don't even have a problem with it. That's my whole thing. Only because, but so like, many people didn't. So many people mocked him for it. Yeah, but that's that. that's exactly why I don't have a problem for it. If you use burner accounts and you get caught, you deserve to be mocked for it. I mean, and, but it added so much extra like fun and drama that whole to the. But the fact that he scenario. felt the need to defend himself on a burner account where he was anonymous because he was getting that much hate is so sad. Oh, no. If that's not sad to you, then I don't. I don't. I don't even know what to say. Listen, he left. He you he had to know. Mm-hmm. And now we're bringing up old stuff. 
But he had to know leaving Oklahoma City that people were going to call him a snake and the ring chaser and all this shit. It doesn't. It shouldn't matter. That's some bullshit. If you're making that decision for your career, it shouldn't matter to you what people are thinking because his only goal was to win a championship and he did it. And he did it twice. It doesn't matter. I guess. But here is my thought process. Okay. Is why are we upset with Kevin Durant for chasing a ring when that's why you join the goddamn league? I'm not. Who else? Who else? Does that literally everyone? Everyone does that. Everyone moves to a team. LeBron did it. Why is no one pissed at LeBron? He did it with the Heat. People were pissed at LeBron. Yeah, but nobody. People, people but it were wasn't furious. But the it whole was city not, of Cleveland was burning his jerseys I in the guess, street. Sure, but here's the thing: he got a redemption arc. Kevin Durant has not gotten his redemption arc yet. People love LeBron now. Not Kevin everybody Dur- though. Some people still hate LeBron. Oh, there's very few of those people. There's very few of those people. You, you Who hate LeBron for that reason. People hate LeBron for other reasons. But there's not many people out there who are like, I hate LeBron because he went to the Miami Heat. Tell me I'm wrong. I No, but I... But now now we're arguing, like, they're at different points in their playing career. I Kevin suppose. hasn't come out of that. He hasn't gone to his, as you just call it, what, redemption arc? Yeah. His He hasn't gotten to his redemption arc. He's still... He better um, get one. He's still on the Warriors. Society, just like LeBron was still don't mess heat. this up for me. No, mess it up. I want it. I, <laughs> really? I like. I, I, you every want good, a every career good, of pain and suffering. Oh, it's just hardly. Just me. I'm sorry. You're gonna. He makes $27.5 million a year. And, and just won two NBA him. championships. And it's pain and suffering. And people hate him. It's not. No, no. People. Not everybody hates him. I I do not have Same any people don't contempt in my heart for Kevin Durant for going and deciding, hey, I'm going to join this team and I'm going to be guaranteed a championship. Okay. I don't have any issue with that. That's all I needed to hear. I don't care. <laughs> but I love the drama that's coming up from it. Uh, I I just, love I'm that, also not a Russell Westbrook fan, which I, makes you a have, difference. Uh, what? Uh, I just don't like him that much. It's uh, not personal. What, what don't you like about Russell? He just, it's just vibes, honestly. Just what? the way that he How plays. How intense he is? No, just the way that he plays, like, kind Explosive. of a ball hog. And it just, I don't know. It's just something about him just bothers me a little bit. What's he going to pass to, what, Oscar Robertson? Robertson? That's not right. That doesn't sound <laughs> that right doesn't at all. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> I could be wrong. I just, whatever. Who, my point exactly. I know, but I'm just saying. I just, it, for whatever reason, I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of the guy. I think he's fun to watch. Mr. Triple Double. I think he's... Sorry, that just caused me as much pain as the Ohio State causes you. How? He is <laughs> Mr. Triple Double. that's such a cringy name. I... It's just, it's cringy. It's... Mr. Triple... Jesus Christ. It's better than Brody. I don't even know where that came from. I don't know how, like, why people call him Brody. I have no idea. But that is a nickname. I prefer. Mr. We have Tri- gotten so off track. We have, but <laughs> I'm at this point. I'm strangely okay with it. Here's the thing: Kevin Durant and Draymond Green had beef because Draymond Green gets a rebound. Yeah, and he chooses to take the ball away, tries to go to um end to end end to end. Jesus, I can't find words. Mm-hmm. He tries to go end to end, and Kevin Durant's open. He's waiting for the ball. The ball gets ripped out of Draymond's hands. They lose the game, and you can see Kevin Durant visibly upset. Goes over to the bench. I guess he did something like he slammed his hand on a chair, something like that. And then that's when Draymond gets upset and gets starts to get defensive. Calls him a bitch a few times, and things are not good. Brought up his con- Kevin's contract, exactly how he wasn't locked in with the team and all this stuff. I mean, made it, it is, very personal. He made it personal. I, I, I mean, I don't. I, I think this was expected that this was going to happen at some point. You can't have personalities on a team like that. And there's a lot a of strong like personalities on that team without someone exploding. Uh-huh. And I don't think it's surprising that it was Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. Cause I don't, I don't think, think it was, it was surprising that it was Draymond Green. I was a little bit surprised by it being Kevin Durant. Who else is going to argue with Kevin Durant? No, I'm saying Draymond Green. I or who expected. else is, who else would argue with Draymond? Like that. Like Kevin did. I don't know. He just didn't. Kevin Durant never seemed like the kind of personality to me right. to be that intense. Well, because looking at the stars on that team, I can't see Curry 
starting a beef with Draymond. No, I agree. He seems to, those guys seem to like, I don't want to say the word is humble because like, that's not the word. Calm. Yeah. They're just calm. I could. That's perfect. Boogie. I could have seen Boogie throwing hands at Draymond. Yeah. I could see that. But for sure. um, God, they're going to be scary when he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that's a frightening thought. Oh, well. Um, Outside of that, college football. Mm -hmm. We're going to, switch topics yeah. switch gears that fast um that fast um people are talking about how michigan doesn't control their own destiny how georgia controls michigan's destiny please tell me more which is i i find fascinating people were saying that if georgia is able to beat alabama that they could knock michigan out of the college football playoff because if they do that bama will be a one loss team georgia will be a one loss team and then Michigan is, in some analyst's opinion, the odd man out. I think that's a really interesting argument to make. I mean, and that's that's also saying, too, that Notre Dame and Clemson both went out. Um, right. I think that's a really interesting assumption to make. Because I and, – and I – I think if I was a committee member and Michigan wins out their season – Versus like Georgia beating Bama in a game. Mm-hmm. I'm more inclined to put the representative of the Big Ten, like the Big Ten champion in the playoff over, um, over like, I hate to say it, but over Notre Dame, even if they were undefeated. Mm-hmm. Even like, even if Notre Dame was undefeated, I feel like Michigan is a, the better team at this point in the year. Yeah. And why are you smiling at me for that? No, it's just you're just so passionate about it. It's so fun. Yeah, I, I just seeing you talk about college football is like the literal representation of how I feel constantly about the MLB. And it's just so fun <laughs> to see this reflected in another person. Um But yeah, I, I that was Sorry, the, I made that, you lose that your was, train of that thought. That was really nice of you and it made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. Um but I just don't, I don't know. I don't look at Notre Dame and Michigan at this point in the season and say Notre Dame's a better team. Mm-hmm. And and I think I could totally see Georgia being a one-loss team and Alabama being a one-loss team and the committee putting two SEC teams into the Oh, I could definitely see playoff. that. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that's unreasonable, honestly. Right. And then Clemson will make it. Yeah. And then it comes to that four spot, that odd man out spot, and that's going to be... In the event that Georgia is able to beat Bama and win out as a one loss, that's either Notre Dame or Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then if you get to the end of the season, so if you get to the end of the season. I'm there. I'm already there. Michigan's the Big Ten champion. Yep. They went to the Big Ten championship, won out, beat Ohio State at Ohio State. They're in. Beat Northwestern. And then you have undefeated Notre Dame who beat Michigan earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. That's a hard choice to make. I genuinely would put Michigan over Notre Dame. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because I think you would murder me if I said <laughs> the other way around. No, I genuinely think <laughs> that even though Notre Dame beat Michigan, like we've talked about for several weeks now, Michigan yeah. is a different team. Yeah. They just are. They're better now. And I think that it's going to be interesting to see who gets in. But I think if it came down to it and I'm deciding, I'd take Michigan. Yeah. And, and I think that's what makes this so difficult. Mm-hmm. I really just hope Bama beats Georgia. Yeah. And that that's it's settled. Either that or Bama loses out. I could get behind Bama losing out this season. <laughs> this podcast would be just dedicated to two hours of what the hell is happening if Bama loses out. If Bama lost out, I I don't know what I would do. I don't know how I would react. We would I, have slipped into a parallel universe. I would be so rattled by that. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't know what to do. Like, yeah. genuinely, I really would have no idea what to do. Um, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. It, I mean, I think that's a safe bet. It's nice to hope and it's, dream. It's good to dream sometimes, you know. Hope Really, for... folks, that's the message of this podcast is just dream a little bit. And if you're going to dream about anything, let it be about <laughs> Alabama losing. Let it, Yeah, let it be about the Crimson Tide not being in the championship every year and letting someone else have a chance fascinating fascinating stuff really 
really, even though I just broke my mic. I was just going to say something about it. You were <sighs> struggling over there. I don't know how I pulled it out of its base <laughs> trying to adjust it, but I was like, I'm like holding the metal arm. Did you just transform into the Hulk in front of my very eyes? I don't believe so. I don't. Oh, there it is. <laughs> no, it's not even screwed in. Um, is my, I don't even want to mess, don't with, mess mine. with it. Um, <laughs> mistakes are made, but <laughs> um, <laughs> this seems like a good place to stop. This feels like that poor, that part of the night. I just. <laughs> We're very tired people. Uh, <laughs> We've I, now broken equipment that we cannot pay for. I I don't know how. I really have no idea how I pulled it out. Like no, that. it's not broken. If they're still hearing this, then it's not broken. Yeah, I'm still getting. But if they're not hearing this, if you're not hearing then this, this is a very interesting last ten minutes to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Just me talking at nothing about something that no one can hear. It's like you talking and then in the distance, there's like my voice like echoing. As a gentle hum. <laughs> you hear like the crash of the microphone as I'm like ripping it out of the desk. Yeah, I, th- this seems fixed now. Yeah, it's Maybe. fine. Maybe. No, it's fine. I have no idea. Okay, you do not charge us for anything. Yeah, please don't. We can't. I can't deal with it. No, it's, oh. f- it's fine. Nothing it happened. Came it's down. fine. <laughs> it almost came back down on me. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you're listening to the Easy Sports Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a review. We're still on iTunes, yeah. guys. We are up there. Uh, we're making it happen. Yeah. Follow us-, us on Twitter at Easy Sports Pod. And that's all of our social media at the moment. <laughs> at the moment. I don't, I don't want to be in charge of an Instagram. I mean, I would do it to put it on a resume, but not for personal you would enjoyment. Put- my personal, I was in charge of my own podcast Instagram. Hey, my podcast is on my resume. Is it really? Yeah, it's a journalism thing. I'm a journalism major. That's true, I guess. I didn't... I wouldn't... I guess it's not on my resume, but... You know what? It's just... These are the things that you have to think about. Is what experiences can you shape into something with a job? I'm just pulling shit out of my ass yeah, at this point to, to say, try to justify... Know what you're saying? No, you I'm just trying like to justify a to weird talk. decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to justify showing employers that I did a podcast. Yeah. Something because like I don't want to work for the UDK. I'm doing something. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm doing oh in my, my free gosh. time. Please right. give me an internship. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll see you. We're probably going to have to record at a different time than Oh, usual. yeah, Thanksgiving break. Because, yeah, we're both going to be home. Mm-hmm. I'll be back in Illinois. I'll be 20 minutes down the road. Yeah, you'll be still in Kansas. Yeah, um, living the life. But, yeah, we'll... We'll keep you posted on when that next episode's coming out. We'll figure it thank out. Thank you for so much. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Wow. Yeah, we do need to stop. <laughs> we need to stop. Um, this has been the Easy Sports Podcast brought to you by Zach and Emma. <laughs>